Welcome to this podcast. Today's topic is how to create a great learning environment. We have four guests today, uh, Helena Lucas, MBE, Ali Young, now my best, and Tim Cross. So our first guest today, Helena, Paralympic gold medalist uh, and now a coach. Helena, what inspires you when you're coaching toppers uh, and doing your club development programme on the South Coast? Oh, well, I feel so fortunate to have been part of the British sailing team for over 20 years. And if I can kickstart the next generation on a similar journey to what I had, watch them having fun on the water, enjoying themselves, just gives me such a buzz. And now let me introduce uh, Ali Young. Ali Young should be well known to many of us, Olympic sailor, uh, previous laser world champion, and now Ali's moved on to the world of coaching. So Ali, tell us about your journey into coaching. Yeah, the back part of my sailing career was very much about learning to get the best out of myself. And having retired, then now that's about how I can help others to to learn to get the best out of themselves. Um, definitely not very good at it yet, but that's uh, that's the driver of, as to what I'm trying to do with my coaching. Thanks. And now moving on to Niall, my best. Niall, you've been coaching for more than 20 years, um, a lot of fever coaching. And at the moment, you're doing the uh, fever lead coach. How, how rewarding is it working with young sailors? Really rewarding. I, I mean, if you if you get it wrong uh, and they're bored, they'll let you know. But if they're enjoying it, if they're learning and if they're progressing, they'll, they'll be pretty clear about that as well. So highs and lows. But if you get it right, it's fantastic. And our final guest today is Tim Cross. Uh, Tim's a very experienced coach um, and he's a coach developer. So Tim's actually involved in uh, creating many of our new coaches that come into the coaching program. And he's also um, the Southwest FIBA coach. So Tim, you've got a unique role. Is coaching uh, sailors the same as developing coaches or is it different in some way? I would describe it as similar because you still have to have a, an appreciation for how people learn and how they hone their skills. While I'm out there sort of um, supporting coaches, you still need to ensure that the environment that you're working with them in is one that's supporting a great experience for them and for them to yeah, continue to develop as an individual. So we have four really experienced coaches. So let's move on to our first question today which is what is it that creates a great learning environment? Now, Helena, I know you're really passionate about the social side of uh, the sailing environment. So what, what do you mean by that? Oh, for me, it's about the sailors having fun on the water. And it's really important, I think, as coaches that we build a really good relationship with those sailors and the parents. The parents are, you know, are, are really key um, to the whole success of the, the programme, to be really honest. But we all know that there's days which are horrible, wet, windy, you know, even as a coach, you're looking at it, looking out the window and thinking, I really don't fancy going out there today. So if you can develop a really fun, social, um, exciting environment and fire the, co- fire the coaches, fire the sailors up to go out there, you know, you know, you're going to have a really successful session. And why is that so important to you? Um, I think if I look back at my own sailing career, I know that I performed at my best when I was having fun and enjoying myself. And that's actually when I was the most relaxed. And, and funny enough, the results just came. Um, and again, you know, it's it's those times when maybe you're not feeling so great, you're not having a good day. And if you can somehow bring that enjoyment back, it's amazing how that, that day can completely change around. 
Thank you. So moving on to Ali. Ali, you were talking earlier on about how important goals are. And, and clearly they've been very, very important in your own sailing career. So how, how important do you feel goals are within the sort of learning environment you create? Yeah, they're really important, you know, to have direction and purpose to, to what you're doing. And I think it's doing something at a high level is like, is okay in itself. But the really key thing is being able to recognize the progress you're making um, and, the, and the little steps you're taking. And that's much more motivating than just being good at something. Now, it's interesting. I, I often hear coaches talking about setting group goals and then some other coaches talking about individual goals. How important is it to think about the difference between a group activity goal and then individual goals for the sailors? I think it's really important to consider the, the individual motivations of the of the people you're working with. Like, And that varies through a session, varies through varies through a season, <laughs> for sure. Like, if they're motivated by learning, is it they want to compete is it you know it's just playing 20 knots and they just want to go and have a blast around um but then matching your your environment to their kind of internal environment so that you can get the best out of that space lovely thank you and niall and um, it was really interesting before you were talking about working with youngsters uh, and how they can be sort of brutally honest with you and we were talking about feedback so how how important for you is feedback within the coaching environment i'd say feedback is everything I mean, when we talk about feedback, we're, we're really talking about the activity speaking back to you. We're talking about the data that you're getting from the water. And it's, it's going to be that data that you make a decision as to whether the boat is sailed better if you do A or if you do B. It, it, it's, it's everything. And a good time on the water is giving you more data. And it's just giving you a better ability to make a, the right decision and make your boat faster. So how, um, how do you go about helping sailors uh, generate that feedback? What sort of things do you do? It's a, it's a huge thing, I think, for coaches to understand that obviously the easiest way to do it is just to go alongside them in the rib and just say what you see. But in most scenarios, that's actually not the best way to do it. You've got to be smart with the exercises you, you choose. Um, you've got to open the sailor's eyes. If they can be providing their own feedback, if they can be harvesting their own data from what they see, from what they sense, from what they can hear, feel, then they're coaching themselves and they, they've got access to a lot more data. Thank you. I really like that idea of coaches, uh, sailors learning to coach themselves. That's really good. Tim, um, you were talking about sailor engagement and how important you feel it is. What, what do you mean by sailor engagement? So what I mean by sailor engagement is it's often this is this sort of recognition that they've got true buy-in to the activity or ex exercise that they're taking part in and they really understand what they're working towards. So that links very nicely to Ali's um, points around goal setting and, and having a clear learning objective. But also I would consider from my perspective as a coach, sharing their enthusiasm for the process they're going with. So not naturally just being enthusiastic, actually sharing their enthusiasm as they recognize they're developing these skills and you're clearly very passionate about that tim just just moving on brief do you do any work where you get the sailors to work together um to help generate that enthusiasm oh absolutely i think this links nicely into um, helena's recognition around the social aspect of um, learning and development i'm a, a big believer in uh, getting sailors to work together, have their own coaching conversations between each other. And it's something that I always try to engineer into my sort of priming teaching prior to a briefing before we go afloat. 
if I can during the session itself. And certainly sailor conversations would play a huge part in my um, review of the activity once back ashore. Thank you. So there we have it. Four key elements to creating a great learning environment. We've got the social side. We've got the importance of goal setting from Ali. We've got Niall talking about feedback. Tim thinking about how important sailor engagement is. What we're going to do now then is to just move on and have a conversation about some real world scenarios. Let's think about a typical session, a session which involves six dinghies on a Midlands lake. And we're thinking about how to create a great learning environment. So we've been discussing all the things that we think are really important already, but let's just take a slightly deeper dive. Thinking about the social side for a minute, how do we create that social element for that session? Helena, what do you think? Oh, I mean, I think first of all, you know, communication is pretty key. I'll be communicating with the parents about, oh, we'll have outline for the plan. Um, we've got Christmas coming up, so I uh, might encourage the sailors to get slightly festive with uh, some, bring some festive hats and things like that. Certainly with my squads, we do like a bit of hot chocolate and cake. So making oh. sure there's a couple of parents that are, you know, are willing to step up to the plate and uh, take on the challenge would be pretty important. And uh, Tim, what, have you got anything to add to that at all? It's, it's great because actually I'm currently planning for my next session as we speak and I'm going to ask them all to put forward and provide me a specific skill that they'd like to take from the race course last weekend and bring to this weekend's training session so that we can actually build some um, learning objectives around their past experiences. I just want to quickly come in because I think yeah, what, what Helen and Tim, what you're both were saying to me really rings true, but it feels like you're coming at it from two different but very valuable routes, you know, making it fun or making it valuable. And that, you know, Tim, you're saying, oh, you're going to extract it from the sailors. You're going to make yeah. it valuable for them. And Helen, you're talking about just, you know, it's got to be enjoyable, right? Especially if we're working with younger sailors, they could be having far more fun sitting at home on their consoles so we've got to make it enjoyable and i just I, I couldn't agree with with each of you more if they're not motivated to be out there for whatever reason if they're not motivated to do it you've you've lost them they're never going to engage with that with that process i like that point actually and i think it's almost about if you can get them excited before the weekend so i think that initial email priming whatever you want to call it just so, you know, they're kind of like, oh, I can't wait for the weekend. Trying to kind of whet their appetite almost. And again, like Tim, your question, you're putting your question out there of, you know, what do you guys want to do? Um, gives them some ownership as well. Ali, what have you noticed about um, coaches you've worked with that you've liked about how they've created a social environment? Being aware of what's going to engage the audience, um, essentially, that you're, that you're working with um, for that session. But are also being aware of what their distractors are. If you're working with younger sailors, are they in the middle of exams or are they hyper because it's end of term? If you're working with, with adults, what is it that sailing gives them? Is it just a freedom from, from the rest of life? Thank you. So let's move on to goal setting. Niall, how important do you think goals are going to be for this session that we're going to run? I think that it is. it should be core to absolutely the planning that you, that you have. And one of the mistakes... I humbly think that a lot of coaches make is they choose an exercise that they're really passionate about and then they ask the sailors to somehow fit into this exercise that they've got rather than where are the sailors what do we want those sailors to 
get out of this you know, bit of time that we've got on the water and what activity would best serve that. That's, that, that's your goal as a coach. Eleanor, have you got anything to add to that? I think Noel is completely right. And, and it kind of leads back into Tim's. It's that priming beforehand, you know. What did they get out of their racing? What do they want to work on? And then by getting the information from the sailors and almost you're almost getting feedback before you've done the weekend, you can then really tailor that session to their wants and needs and make sure that they come away having got the most out of it. I like Helen the way you mentioned feedback there because listening to both of you that starts to explain the process that I go through laying that foundation for where the feedback's going to come from by making sure that we established the individual sailor goals the group goal for the session itself. Within that feedback that goals and that priming piece that people are talking about I probably lend a little bit away from having a goal for the weekend but more of a theme um, Mm -hmm. which could be something like oh how do I start there? Because every sailor in, in their own specific context can be like, oh, is it, is it my handling? Is it my strategy? Um, has got something that they can attach to that. Um, and just to start start getting their brain thinking ahead of ahead of that session, what do I want to get out of it? Ali, I completely agree with you on that. And, and I think that there are two things that I, I would say that I try and remind myself constantly is, as a coach, I always want to have a reason that we're going out on the water. I want to have a reason that we're going to go out there in these cold and wet conditions maybe. But that reason might change depending on where the journey takes me. So I like the idea of what you're saying about a theme rather than anything too specific. And my reason for going out on the water might not be the same as the sailor's reason for going out on the water. And that might be fine as long as both of those can be achieved by doing the same activity. Really good point, I think, from both Nala and Ali. And I think something that I'm very conscious of, and I'm sure, you know, most coaches, um experiences quite often we've got a mixed ability group so people are going to be so that it leads back into Ali's theme the theme could be starting or starting in tide or something like that and it's about making sure you pitch the the games and exercises you're doing to every individual sailor because they're all going to have different ones they're going to be in different place on their journey I think not just that ages and abilities is like one way to categorize people but it's also understanding their individual motivations do they really want to learn do they want to just have a tear up racing their mates and and compete with each other um or is it just about just about going fast that day and how you try to blend the environment what you want to progress with, with their individual needs as well well, thank you for for those comments. That's really fascinating. I, I've got a couple of things that I'd like you to just discuss a bit further, if you would. So one of them is just how important is it to have realistic goals for the sailors and, and sort of what does success look like for them when they go on the water and try and do something? Niall, what do you think about that? I, I think this, I mean, this is kind of what Helena and what Ali have been, been sort of mentioning and it's getting to know your sailor. Um, there is nothing sensible about going to the gym with the weight program of an Olympic lifter on your first day of ever doing free weights and thinking, right, let's, let's, you know, let's crack this. You are on a journey. Your first step on that journey or your hundredth step on that journey needs to be appropriate for where you are. It's difficult for the coach to do that. It does take extra work, but it is important. And I think where you're going with there now, that understanding of the sailor also sort of leads into the, the, the previous conversation we were having about building the plan for the session. But actually, we're all very conscious, the dynamicness of our sport and the environment that we actually sail and coach in. And 
that plan really supports perhaps a, a dynamic refining with the learning objective at the beginning of the session. So we can all sort of arrive and think, actually, we want to be supporting our sailors for some overpowered jibes. We arrive and the wind just isn't there. So all of a sudden, we've got to make a dynamic adjustment to that goal setting. I completely agree. And I think it comes back to actually something that you said, Helena, right at the beginning, where you talked about the social thing and you were saying, oh, it starts with communication. Almost everything starts with communication. And actually, we've been sort of moving around it. But for me, I could sum it up by saying, get to know your sailors. Why are they there? Why do they want to be on the water? What do they want to get out of it? If you can have that conversation with them, then you can make it fun or fun enough for them you know, in whatever way that could be. But crucially, you can design a session that suits their needs. How do you best go about that as a coach to get that information from your sailors being that at the start of the session or the start of a, a winter programme? What understanding what their what their drives are? If you're putting me on the spot, I mean, that's a really hard one to answer because there's loads of different ways to do it. And it might be just getting there early enough that as the covers are coming off the dinghy, you get a chance just to sort of touch base with some of the sailors. They might be sailors that you've already coached. So you, you, you might already know. It might be an email that you send out beforehand. But even if I would say that you've only got just a few seconds to just have a little bit of a touch base with somebody before the session starts, even just that can be really crucial. Thank you, everybody. That was a really fascinating conversation. I think the key theme that was coming out of this was understanding your sailor and having a relationship with them so that then you can help set appropriate goals with them. We're going to move on to our last subject for this podcast. And the last subject we want to just explore in a bit more detail is, is the importance of feedback. And everybody's talked about how important feedback is. Again, I'll put you on the spot, Niall. So you were talking about feedback earlier on. How important do you feel feedback is within a session? I'm going to go back to that phrase I used before, which is data. And for me, it is collecting. That's what feedback is. It's collecting data and putting the sailor out into a scenario where any success, any mistake, any just going through the motions, it, they have been equipped with an ability to understand how that scenario is talking back to them and, and, and they can collect that data. What I'm fascinated about is when we're running a training session, what are the sources of feedback? Where do they come from? So can we explore that for a minute? Where are those different places that the sailors will get feedback? So Ali, what do you think? Maybe a slightly different lens, but feedback is a, is a two-part process. So yes, you've got your sailors and they might get peer feedback, coach feedback, their own feedback through the boat. But as a coach, you're also gaining feedback of what what is the engagement? I mean, many, many coaches have been in a situation where a sailor comes up and a goes, when are we going in? From my perspective, I was like, going, oh, I've got something wrong with this session. I'm losing the engagement of my sailors. What do I need to adapt to, to get them back online with things? And that's really interesting you've picked up on engagement because that was something I was discussing earlier, Ali. And, and I recognise that if I can support a sailor to understand where they should be noticing the feedback while practising a skill, so say, for example, the feedback they're getting from the weight of the main sheet, the pull of the, the tiller extension, I can help them recognise where they should be noticing that feedback. You can see that level of engagement just start to rise and rise and rise because they recognise they're really learning from the practice that they're performing. I, I couldn't agree with you more there, Tim. And I think, Ali, what you were saying about that feedback being two-way, I think as a coach, you understand the value of that because, you know, you're adjusting your session constantly the thing that I would do, and anybody listening to this, the big thing for me that I want anyone to walk away with 
is as a coach, most of the time when you're starting out, you think that feedback comes from you. How is the sailor going to know whether they're doing the skill better or worse? Because the coach is going to be from a rib shouting whether that was good or bad. And if you think that that's the only really good way that a sailor can get feedback, you are setting yourself up to fail. As soon as you have to go and help with the capsized boat, as soon as you have to go and adjust the course, you've just stripped a massive chunk from that learning environment. So Tim, I think what you're saying about feel of the rudder, the way the boat feels, the way it behaves, the way that the performance is compared with the other boats. I mean, that's all feedback that we would take from a race. And it is identifying those for the sailors. Especially uh, your less experienced sailors, there's a lot of stuff to absorb. Um, so I think as Tim alluded to earlier, it's about how you get them to narrow their attention to the key thing for that session, that exercise that you're doing. Thank you. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. A fascinating conversation with four really experienced coaches, Helena, Ali, Niall and Tim. So thank you all for uh, your contributions. We've covered some of the key components of creating a great learning environment, which will hopefully give you some insight and help you think about how you go about creating that great learning environment for your sailors. Thank you and goodbye.